Rocky drops Yandu's girlfriend off a mountain. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. I am your host, Stevie, recording from Josh's basement in Goshen, Indiana. I can see your face. I can see everyone's faces, including <laughs> Pappy's. Pappy, where are you recording from? Hey, this is Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks from the U.S. Mint. And I'm excited to talk about Cliffhanger. Uh, today, we are talking about the Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone classic, Cliffhanger. Um, I'll just go in the IMDb description real quick. Should I read it in the movie like voice guy? Or do you guys want to read it in the movie voice like, guy description? Movie voice or spoiler man? Ooh, I don't think he would do it. <laughs> I think he's gotten pretty big league for us. Can't afford him. No, so I guess I'll just do it. Just read okay. Actually, I'll just read it normal. A botched midair heist results in suitcases full of cash being searched for by various groups throughout the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a lot more to it, but uh, this movie starts off with a bang for an intro. Do you guys want to describe it at all? Yeah. Uh... Well, have you seen Ace Ventura 2 Pet Detective? Quite the ripoff. Actually, quite the parody they did. You know, I've never seen... Have you se- seen The Dark Knight Rises? I've never seen... Or se- Heat? Oh, boy. Okay, anyway, keep going. Yeah, well, I was just saying, the opening scene of Ace Ventura 2, for our fans that have seen that, know that basically the same thing happens, except it's a raccoon that's <laughs> And it's arguably more sad, but this is the first time I've ever seen Cliffhanger. <gasps> and I knew what was going to happen because of Ace Ventura 2. Oh, no! Active. Hang on! Hang on, little buddy! I gotcha! I think I gotcha! But you said that it started off with a bang and it did. I literally had like a little bit of sweat on my hands, like after that first twelve minutes. Yeah, I was. I just got done eating and I felt sick to my stomach watching. What about Pappy? Did I you was have any sweat? So on your happy hands? she died. <laughs> I was worried she wasn't gonna die when he caught her for a second. But I was pumped when she finally fell. I was like, "All right, this movie's got some balls. Let's kill some people." Is this your first time too? Yeah, this is my first time seeing this, and I haven't seen Ace Ventura too. So I was like completely surprised by the drop pap were your hands sweaty as is my not hand, usual I, they were extra pap hands extra, extra greasy. greasy extra sweaty <laughs> <laughs> all parts of me were sweaty watching this what no this you make a good point though this movie does have some balls because there's no like armor around any of these characters maybe outside of sylvester stallone and Yandu. What is that dude's real name? Christ. I'm so unprepared Michael tonight. Rooker. Michael Rooker. Well, since you're bringing him up, I know him best, not from Guardians of the Galaxy, but Mallrats. And I knew I had known his, like, I didn't recognize his face because he's, like, pure bald. Got that voice. He, yeah, he plays, like, a 60-year-old dude, but, like, he has a very recognizable voice. And This intro. You guys like Mallrats, right? Have you guys ever seen Mallrats? Never, never seen, seen it. it. Well, let me win trivia tonight, and I will give you a treat. kind of hope you picked The Last Jedi again, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> 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 Round two. But this movie does start off really sad, though, because it's quite emotional when the girl's screaming, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. It's breaking. She's losing it. Tara! Thank you! Sorry, Gabe. You're almost there. You're almost there, Gabe. Keep going. I'm here, Sarah. Sarah, I'm here. I don't want to die. 
Reach up and grab him! Reach up! Sarah, reach Come up! Come on, honey! Use your other hand! Reach up! Reach up now! Sarah, reach up! Reach up. And Yandu's on the other side of a cliff with a sprained knee. Don't you fucking drop her, man! Don't you drop her! <laughs> Getting super Putting climactic. Putting it all like, on Rocky. Please don't let me fall. Please, please, I don't want it to die. Sarah, I got you. Just reach up. You can do it. Please, baby, just reach up. Reach up. Gabe, man, don't you lose her. Don't you let her go. Don't let me fall. <laughs> He's gonna save her, he's gonna save her when that glove starts going. My wife cried watching this. And I think she kind of ate her words because her first words when she saw the intro were, this movie better end on a cliffhanger and scoffed. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And then she saw that and she was crying already. I was like, yes. Gets kind of heavy in the beginning. I think I know a way that they could have saved everyone, though. Cut the line. Let it drop. Well, I think Including that the teddy bear? I think cutting it would smash up. But I think the helicopter, if it would have just rose up, they could have like... Held on and moved to the side or something. Kind of zipped back. Does it work like that? I've never done the zip across a cliff. I don't know. Once she's hanging by like half a broken clip, it's pretty much over, right? Also, not to get like really weird, but like Sylvester Stallone, I know he does roids in HGH, but like typically he's like buffed up and his veins are popping out of his shoulders. (laughs) He looked kind of trim in this movie. Is that like what body, like what rock climbers look like? I thought he still looked pretty big for a rock climber. Yeah, I thought he I looked mean, was ridiculous. He like 250. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like he doesn't stop climbing the whole movie. Like he's got some crazy endurance. He has like muscle bulges on places that are like indented on my body. Okay, <laughs> bro is 47 years old when he made this movie. He was nearing 50. It's impressive. Wow. And he looked better than people in their 20s and their 30s at this point. Good on him. The Those... only thing I couldn't stop thinking of was there's no way. Where's Where's Sylvester Stallone from? Like New Jersey or something? Or like, like, why, why is there a guy from New mouth. Jersey climbing mountains with just a t-shirt on in Denver? He's from New York, <laughs> New York. <laughs> Swimming under the ice shirt. Yeah, nobody's somewhere. buying this. <laughs> yeah, like no one would go from Elkhart to Denver and just start climbing rocks. Okay, to kick this movie out, I feel like we're getting kind of behind here. <laughs> Pay no attention to that last comment. <laughs> There's a funny story behind it. But pretty much how it starts off was the treasurer is moving money, not by train, that can get knocked off, not by, uh, not by car, that can get knocked off, but by plane, because no one has ever fucking done it. And, oh, you're going to say something. What's up? No, no, not at all. Okay. And the um, <laughs> guy in the treasury, he's bad. He's an inside guy. Bruce McGill, for some odd reason, is in this movie. He played, like, D-Day in Animal House. He was the fat guy with a mustache. Had no lines and gets instantly killed. I was so confused by it because it's like, this guy's been in a lot of big movies. 
Um, you remember the movie Black Sheep? Yeah. He was like the bad lady's like uh, handler, if you remember that okay. at all. Um, You're talking about when they're all shot in like yeah, the fuselage he had no area. Lines. Just, yeah. It was so confusing. It's like, this dude's a pretty big actor. Like, why would he take this role? What happened? Pap, you're talking about this movie having balls. Did you like, I mean, this is basically a departed esque scene in the plane where everyone dies. Well, it reminded me more of like the dark night when I was watching it. Cause there's so many double crosses that happen. Like everyone's just like killing each other. Like remind me a lot of like the Joker was the last person standing like in that movie or the dark night rise. So I think Stevie you even tweeted today that like Christopher Nolan must've watched this movie. We'll get that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause, um, another plane comes, uh, in behind the plane carrying the money. um, Inside guy kills everyone on board, so he thinks. And then they're going to shoot a zip line from one plane to another, transfer him to the plane, as well as the money. Uh, Mikey, this reminds you at all of, like, The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, this is pretty much the exact same thing as The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Something goes terribly wrong. There's a guy that was shot on the plane that gets back up, and he kind of takes revenge and shoots the bad guy who tried to cross him and... Yeah, he shoots he, up the plane. How sh- accurate was his shooting from plane to plane? Oh my god! With like an automatic. <laughs> that dude's done it before. <laughs> he was half taking dead. out fuel tanks, like killing pilots. Like <laughs> he was more wounded than Kylo Ren pulling off. He had seven bullet holes in him. As enough wherewithal, with blurry vision, I imagine he's about to die. Call of Duty blurry vision. To shoot the guy who's going to send the money over, come up. Shoot the sniper on the plane that was going to shoot him. (laughs) Shoot another guy in the doorway. No scope. Shoot one of the uh, people, like, manning the aircraft. And then shoot shoot at the windows. Shoot out the windows. And then a bomb goes off in that plane. And he's done so. And he messed up their plane enough that they had to crash land. Right. They weren't able to just fly on. He messed them up. Right, which is where all the money flies out. Um, All the $1,000 bills. That's Stevie, why do you love uh, movies with plane crashes so much? This is your third I don't, pick. Plane crashes plane in the crash. snow with wolves attacking people. There's where huskies, my wife would say. But um, what did I do? 3,000 pound wolves. I did the gray. And now this? Is this my third plane crash movie? But second in a row. Uh, what was uh, Castaway? Gray was last. Oh, shit. That's my second plane crash movie in a row. You're on a roll. Can you pull off a third? Easily. (laughs) (laughs) Depends how depressing you want it to be, but I can easily pull a third. United 93. Oh, gosh. God, you're the worst. But $100 million flies out to the Rocky Mountains, and that's where we hit our other story of Gabe, uh, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone, whatever the fuck you want to call him, has been on an eight-month hiatus from Denver, Colorado, getting away from everybody after Sarah's funeral. And he returns to what I can only imagine is some of the worst dialogue ever written. What did you guys think about it? Did that stick out to any of you guys, how he would say something? And then when, um, what was her name, Sarah? It's like they're having separate conversations. They're having separate conversations. He would just hit it with another question, then repeat his own question. How you doing, Jess? Got yourself a new horse? Where have you been? It's just, I don't expect much from Sylvester Stallone outside <laughs> of shooting a gun <laughs> or climbing a mountain. But I don't know. It says that he was a screen. Yeah. He wrote the screenplay or something. So 
And him and like the other screenwriter didn't do it together, so I gotta imagine he added his own touches. <laughs> yeah. If I wrote it, he means like I can't say most of these words. Tries to says exasperated but can't do it. While we're on this subject, when he once he gets his coat taken and he has to climb up and be in that building and he's like kind of frozen and he's talking and he's like extra slobbery. Yeah. <laughs> Unintelligible. <laughs> Before they crashed, they thought kids of money. Yeah, but um he returns or him and Sarah married, he has a wedding ring on. And I was like if you look that at his hand me. he definitely has a ring on. Is that was that really? not Sarah, who was the yeah. other chick? Um Jesse. Jesse, my bad for saying Sarah. She died in the beginning, but Jesse, were him and Jesse married? He does have a wedding ring. I saw it too, but I was like looking for one on her hands. Couldn't I didn't find see it. one, so I was like confused by that. Maybe he's just married in real life and didn't take it off <laughs> <laughs> for the scenes. All the roids, he couldn't get the ring off. Yeah, <laughs> like, sorry, it's over. Hands so fucking swollen. <laughs> he's married to the adrenaline of climbing rocks. <laughs> But uh, he returns. Uh, the people who've crashed with, which John Lithgow, who I imagine everybody who's listening to this would recognize him as Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Let me jar your memory. If you don't recognize him, you're useless. But I mean, also Third Rock. Third Rock. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he's a bad guy in Dexter. I know a lot of people know him. From Never that. watched Dexter. You like can go that- ahead and spoil it. Uh, it's not a spoiler, but he's a bad guy for like a whole se- a whole season of it. Like season six, he's, he's like the main serial killer. James Franco's dad in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Ooh, he is in Planet of the Apes. He has a dad with Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, right? Well, you're just playing himself. That's really how his mental <laughs> capacity is at this point. <laughs> but he's the ringleader. These bad guys who crash. Uh, I have a question for you guys, though. When they make a distress call because they find an open frequency and call Jesse, why did they ask for insulin? Because he was like, he was talking to Travers. He was like, you oh. wouldn't have the, because you wouldn't have the smarts to pull that off. Like, yeah. why did they call for insulin? Lithgow really thought that was a genius plan, but I guess it was just like a medical emergency or something at that point. It so would get rescue. him to bring out the yeah. chopper. Lauren also said you can kill people with too much insulin. So she thought maybe they would do that as well. Lauren, my wife being like, you can like overdose people on insulin pretty easily. You got any theories, Pat? Like, they're going to use the insulin for poison? I'm trying to digest Stevie's theory just now. Like, it wasn't my theory. It's wife Lauren. I was just like, why'd they call for insulin? You know what? I'm going to back up Pappy because I don't think that makes sense. And I'm mad at Lauren for making so much fun of me about the wolf comment. <laughs> Dude, 1,100-pound wolf is a little different than ODing on insulin. <laughs> I don't I don't know why they called for insulin, but John Lithgow's voice when he's like, or his voice starts to nah. move like his English accent is so funny. <laughs> to me like i laugh every time he talks he's bane he's playing bane in this movie this is <laughs> christopher nolan is the king of ripping shit off <laughs> this is dark knight Batman first Begins. heat with the dark knight <laughs> then dark knight rises with a cliffhanger it's the only two movies he's seen <laughs> gotta be kill a few people they call you a murderer kill a million and you're a conqueror but uh they make the distress call <laughs> jesse's talking to stallone about going to help hal and then he was like, I left that light behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do that no more. Climbing rocks. <laughs> I don't climb no fucking rocks. Can we uh, backtrack a second? Because we skipped over two of my favorite characters oh, in this whole movie. Oh, please go. I don't, I don't, what are their names? I don't even know. Is it one Ryan? Yeah. And one Evan? Ryan and Evan? The, they're two like stoner 
mountain dudes <laughs> who are just like extreme to the core. Gabe is back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> Track him down. <laughs> when he warns him about the weather, we like it extreme. Fist we bump. like it extreme. <laughs> <laughs> If I hadn't known someone that moved to Colorado, I thought that had been way off. But I was like, that's kind of there. That's, that's that's No, that's definitely some people out here for sure. But like, why are they in this movie other than to be sacrificed later? No Spoiler body over. armor, like, man. Are they the comic relief? Like, what's the point of them? I think it's for the emotional pull when you're like, oh, no, not the, not the goofy stoner dudes talking about air hockey tables. I was imagining so get slow motion slaughtered. I was imagining Stallone writing the dialogue for these guys, like <laughs> totally radical, dude. <laughs> you guys noticed when they pulled up to Stallone in his car, like the music they pl- they were playing was like funky and cool or something. It was like off. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> He's like, yeah, these it's like stock music, but he's like, this totally sounds like what the kids are listening to. <laughs> yeah, this is hip. <laughs> but from when uh, Gabe goes out to help Hal and he climbs up to meet him, that that's when all the puns begin in this movie, which are some of my favorite puns ever. Um, they literally say "stick around." Oh yeah, the line from Predator. But sorry, <laughs> which came before? Predator is at eighty in the, from the eighties. Yeah. You're right. So. Mm-hmm. Rivalry between him and uh, Schwarzenegger continues. Predator was the first movie to say (laughs) stick stick around. around. (laughs) First time it's ever been said. But um, hey, stick around. Him and Hal are getting in a fight, and about who dropped Sarah, whose fault it was. Which I don't understand how you can blame Rocky for this. I thought like he did all he could do, and everybody's mad at him. Dude, he well. Dude, Yandu instantly blames Rocky. Like, he's sad for a second, then he looks up and is instantly, like, jaw face angry. Like, you. You <laughs> like, motherfucker. Oh. And then that was quick. <laughs> one of my favorite puns is when um, he's telling how, just drop it. And he grabs him by the shoulder. He's like, no, you dropped it. And he puts him <laughs> over a cliff. <laughs> really on the nose. Well, also the girlfriend, it was a little confusing because at one point she's referred to as like some chick he had met that can't even climb. And then later Yandu's like, I loved her. So like, <laughs> it was at a one, like, was it? Imp- I don't know. She's an impressive climber. She'd get that high up there. Like on your first climb, like. And it looked like they were free soloing, honestly, unless I didn't see a bunch of stuff. I don't even know what that means. So Climbing Without with no like hooks ropes and ropes and shit. I don't know. That's the way it looked to me. Okay, first of all, we got to go back to the beginning. They were climbing in nothing but a t-shirt and shorts, <laughs> and they only get rescued because this girl sprained her knee on the the very top of the peak of the mountain. He like sprained his made, knee. <laughs> yeah, and then like, oh yeah, we should probably get a rescue. No, but actually, he sprained his knee getting out of the hot tub. So why did that they was get a nah, war wound? <laughs> he reactivated it. He reactivated his a sprained okay. knee. Yeah, not a, not a Vietnam war wound. But yeah, good thing it happened at the very top so they could finish their climb, then call in a very, what I would assume is a very cheap helicopter rescue. 
How much would it like a helicopter rescue cost? Be honest with you, in pure gasoline yeah. or like labor? <laughs> like I don't know. Talking about probably in the thousands, I'd guess. And the life of Sarah cost that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so not that much. Yeah, Gabe and how? How much is a human life worth? Pappy. Pappy. Oh. You seem like you're in the state of mind. About pre fitty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Gabe and Hal get to the crash site, instantly have guns pointed at them, and uh, they have this awesome 3D tracker that shows them where all the cases are. Awesome, in quotes. <laughs> so awesome. It's like the virtual Game Boy. Do you yeah. guys remember that? Yeah. yeah and you look down like and you're like, oh, no way. <laughs> Yeah, these three polygons, I guess, look like the side of a mountain. <laughs> do you know where this is? And they're instantly like, yep. We Speak, do. boy. Do you know where this is? <laughs> Stallone has like a photographic memory. And they go to the first case. They pretty much send one of the guys up instead instead of two. Tie a rope Fetch. around... Tie a rope around uh, Freaky Dicky Stallone's ankle, then make him get down to nothing but a t-shirt. And... Well, I mean, his dong's not flopping. (sighs) He's got... Bigger or smaller than Vigo? Bigger or smaller than Vigo? Uh, I think this roids make it smaller, bro. Probably with the HGH, my counter. And Aragorn was pretty hefty. He like, started he's okay. out bigger, and then it, got <laughs> then, it got, <laughs> then it got smaller. But he goes up, gets the case. John uh, John Lithgow quail and makes a side comment like, "When he comes down, kill him. We don't need two guides." <laughs> and uh, Hal freaks out, tells him to run. And why the Dude. why does Gabe like destroy the money and throw it off? Well, he's not going to carry that around. Why not just leave it up there? They can't get up there. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't just leave I it I think if there. he leaves it up there, it'll keep. they'll know it's up there. Right, so if he throws it off, it's like he may have died with the fall. Maybe, but I, I think... Because they were surprised he was still alive, so I think they thought he like fell with like the avalanche. I think even if they get mm-hmm. one case of money, they're going to have enough money to like escape. Right. So I think he's trying to avoid that. That Which is be. pretty keen for him at that point in the movie because I I was lost to the end thinking back on it because at the time it's like why did he can you bust open U.S. Treasury like things like that with just like rocks <laughs> with your fist just pounding away <laughs> yeah it's just that easy I think it was just these a were snowball Samsonite briefcases <laughs> a big snowball I hit it with these were thick up. Samsonite briefcases only the best only the, Treasury. the finest <laughs> they make a big deal at the beginning of showing a scene where you have to like double swipe the suitcase to open it nope just like a big snowball <laughs> tops fine Pop, you yeah Stallone cracks it on a mountain and thousand dollar bills fly everywhere <laughs> who's on the thousand dollar bill pappy, pappy. <laughs> i think it's like one and of our Al. known like i think it's like grover cleveland that fake money looked extra fake it was it wasn't even green it was hundred like million black. dollars in three <laughs> cases the ink was black on those thousand dollar bills totally different thousand dollar bill is out of circulation now i believe so what does that mean out of circulation like could the Pretty much, they wouldn't be able to spend it or break it down. 
Because they'd just be like, these haven't been... Well, they weren't supposed to be able to spend it anyway, right? It was like supposed to be for John international bank could, transfers or something. Yeah. For some all reason, these people. John Lithgow could hack that. I didn't really... Is it because he's a philosopher? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one-liner he had, I wrote it down. Kill a few people, they call you murderer. Oh, God. Kill a, minu- <laughs> kill a million and you're a conqueror. Figures. Go figure. <laughs> I mean, we've all heard that quote before, right? Like, that's not a John Lithgow. That's rich. not a Quaylen original? I don't think so, man. I think that is. Oh. D- didn't Caesar say that or something? As yeah. he was <laughs> murdering <laughs> everybody. Ah, stole it from Caesar. But, um, so they go after it the is second Grover case. Cleveland, by the way, on a thousand. Sorry to interrupt. What? It is Grover oh, Cleveland on a thousand. It is Grover bill. Cleveland? Yeah. Huzzah. Wow, good call. I thought you were full of crap. I, I said I think it was like one of our least known presidents, like good or bad. Does anybody know if he was a good or bad president? Fat, no, no right? one will know if he was ever a good or bad they president. They named a Muppet was... after him. <laughs> you make valid points. <laughs> uh, they got to the second case. Now I'm kind of skipping around. So if you guys remember something funny, just tell me. Um, Stallone... <laughs> <laughs> what the second case was like a uh, snowman it was like from the movie the snowman like i gave you all the clues mr police <laughs> stallone makes it to a um it was like an emergency cabin on the top of a mountain for some fucked off reason and his tongue's dragging yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah his girlfriend's already up there got up there in five minutes um she gives him a sweater, which warms him up immediately. She has to break the glass, not to get a gold bar, but a sweater. To the sweater. <laughs> is it like a 1930s sweater or something? Like, what was the deal? Double wool. Extra itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Double vest. Made of twine. Wool. <laughs> but like Faf said, um, they find a case. They burn the money for fire, Pablo Escobar style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... When the bad guys arrive to it, it's a snowman with the case in front of it and the trackers in the snowman. And when he opens it, there's one $1,000 bill that what looks like to be permanent marker, but he asks for a pencil. And he's like, hey, yeah, Bill. <laughs> and that looks like permanent marker all the way. And it says, want a trade. And that's when everyone's like, oh, God damn it. Motherfucker's still alive. How awesome would it have been if it said, want to play a game? Oh, <laughs> that would have been so cool. It's basically what he's saying, though. He's like, this is a cat and mouse game now. I can't believe they had enough time to make a snowman, though. That's so ridiculous. That's a, good, that's a decent snowman. I'm beginning to dislike this, Mr. Walker. It, was a de- it wasn't It was a spectacular snowman, but it was like, hey, we have five minutes, but we got home, man. And then <laughs> it's definitely a punch in the dick in terms of building a snowman. It's like why? But why go through totally all that effort? Why go through all that effort for terrorists you don't even like? Like give them like the fuck you snowman. They're not gonna appreciate this art. <laughs> why not just leave? Why not just leave the case there when they open it? And it says want to trade. Why the snowman? It had no significance whatsoever. They never brought up once before that. Like John Lithgow could have gone. I'll make you a snowman on this mountain. <laughs> like that would have been like okay, this makes sense. But they never once mentioned a snowman. <laughs> Valid argument. Just my thought. But um, bad guy, some odd reason a guy has like night vision goggles when he's looking for... Uh, in the middle of the day. 
<laughs> well, it went from middle of day to night, like instantly. It was very peculiar. I think they confused like infrared with night vision. They was like, oh, let's mash that up into one technology. <laughs> but uh, Guy spots uh, Jesse and Gabe in the snow. He's going after him, fire, spraying a machine gun at him. Somehow it doesn't hit them. And um, does anybody want to describe this dude's death? It's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Sylvester Stallone snowboards him off, <laughs> snowboards on him until he flies off the mountain. <laughs> he grinds him. <laughs> he grinds him on the uh, sick rail all the way down the mountain. And then he Batman begins, saves himself yeah, with the exactly. ice pick. I'm telling you, it's one of the only movies that Christopher Nolan's ever seen, but yeah. Dude, if, okay. I saw the tweet, and then I watched it after I saw your tweet, and I was like, holy shit, this is like Batman. That's a scene for Batman. Batman, Batman 1, Batman, Batman 2, rises. Heat, <laughs> Batman 3. <laughs> Just stealing all of his shit. But, um, yeah, he lights a flare off, blinds this dude, and then shoves his face pretty much point where he rips it off with ice all the way up until he throws him off into a dark <laughs> abyss. One of my absolute favorites. Um... Was this before or after John Lithgow said, like, it has to be after, because Rocky asks him, he's like, so what's in these briefcases? And this is, like, Lithgow's first classic line that kind of sets up the rest of them. Suits, socks, $100 million, the usual stuff. Shirts, socks, $100 million, the usual stuff. (laughs) It's like cracking jokes on the side of this crag. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, I'll say, I mean, there's a lot that happens, like, in between, like, the third case and after the third case. Because, like, Hal has the roughest go of this, like, whole movie, and he never really has a redemption scene. Like, not that he was bad or anything, but, like, shit just happens. He loses his girlfriend, then um, those two, like, uh, what do you call it? Not surfer dudes, but just crusty his yeah his, his two those two young dudes bum, stoner friends. Yes. show up on the mountain Hippie. and they're like how what you doing out here brother we were in tent city <laughs> <laughs> sylvester sloan wrote those lines <laughs> they'd rather be at an air hockey table so how is like everyone's kind of like bad mojo right yeah if he it, sees you you can probably you're die. gonna die because like uh, they get one of the kids, like they straight shoot him. The other dude, uh, like MacGyver, Mission Impossible's M- Mission Impossible's it and jumps off the side of the mountain and lives. Which he didn't hesitate at all when his bro got mowed. He's like, "Fuck <laughs> this!" <laughs> and the way that it's shown too, it's like a super slow mo, like Baywatch running scene, and then like like these little red pops just coming back, like, pop, flying, pop, pop. Like it's so gory and violent. I'm like, yes. I will say this though. Out Apparently, of all the this almost had an NC-17 rating too. What's it? This movie. How? Almost had an NC-17. Because it was like way more violent originally. And they had like tone it back. Oh, man. Oh, I wish they would have toned it up. I think we're short. And like originally uh, they shot the bunny. For that <laughs> With the thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that maybe this movie came out in a time when conservatism was at a height. because This is Bush senior time, right? Yeah. And yeah, right this... after Reagan. This does not seem like a anywhere close to an NC-17. Like... The women are in full snow gear. There's no, nothing close to nudity. In- I wish I would have seen some bags. Jesse was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, Could've she's completely bags. worthless otherwise. That's for damn sure. Hey, but- Jesse's a hero. She <laughs> saves Sylvester Stallone. You leave Jesse the fuck out of this. She's an angel. 
But um, can you angel fly? <laughs> no. Oh, Pabby wasn't even on to hear that, and he just put his headphones back on. You missed a fight over Jessie and her coolness. I said she's worthless. Pabby said, or Stevie said she's pretty good. Called her an angel. But um, so one of the surfer bros dies. Then here comes like the old man Pappy of the movie. Pappy, do you want to describe how the old Pappy veteran character of the movie passes? Well, yeah. In well, front of how you got to give some props to Frank because he's like an artist. He's drawing like abstract bananas eating monkeys at the beginning of the movie. Like, That's art, baby. You really grow to like Frank, and then he lands the helicopter and he sees the uh, what's that girl's name? It's like she's like the badass Crystal. evil girl, Crystal. Yeah, Crystal's playing dead. And then uh, she tricks him. And then the crazy English striker dude, who I don't know if we've talked about him yet. <laughs> we'll get to him. Frank in cold blood right there on the mountain. <laughs> you no guys reason. not think that was the most emotionally pulling scene, though? When he's, like, yelling Frank and he has, like, two guys holding him down and a gun, like... Well, then they just let him go, like, watch yeah. your man die. <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie has, like, a lot of things that just, like, happen over and over again. Like, if you're playing a drinking game, like, every time someone zipline drinks, every time Yandu, like, yells out someone's name, like, no! Drink. Take a shot! <laughs> <laughs> you could play a cliffhanger drinking game really easily. You might have to tweet that out, because that'd be a really fun one. But Frank dies without even muttering a word. I was really sad about that. He Rip, Frank... Is that true? What? He doesn't say anything? He just, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of putters away. So his last, his last words are something like, what are you doing? I'm trying to save you. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to help you. <laughs> He's so confused. Like, he has a gun in his face. It's like, yeah, back up, old man. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's sad because he Adapt, didn't have Frank. to shoot. British dude shoots the old man, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. The football player. Fo- he calls it soccer. Which, he did call it soccer. He called it soccer, and I was real Which pissed off weird. about that, because that's mm-hmm. how I know Stallone wrote that line. <laughs> no self-respected Australian. Any other place in the world would call it. No. I mean, they just would have called it football. But it Especially complete... if he's using a word like striker. Yeah, he's going to call it football. Yeah, like Stallone picked up the script. No, no one's going to know what this means. Got to change it to soccer. <laughs> football? <laughs> no strikers in football? Stallone? <laughs> Stallone was in a soccer movie, though. Victory, right? Uh, I think so. With, with like, Michael Caine. And I think Pele. Yeah. When did that movie come out? It's about Americans beating the Nazis at soccer. The Nazis. Uh, I think it came out in the early 80s. Yeah, that's really <laughs> That's where he heard the word striker and just remembered yeah. it. Football <laughs> remember for the first time. And Michael Caine. I wish he would have been in this movie. That would have been perfect. Should we pause and just talk about Stallone and how there are some allegations floating? No, there? not against no. Sly. Yeah, right, Pat. Yeah, big time. What are the alle- what are the allegations? Why did I say so? That apparently, like that? yeah, he forced a girl into having a three way in Vegas back in the eighties, eighty two. But as recently as January second, he's now flat out denying the claims and lawyering up. So now it's kind of a he said she said type deal. So I don't think spoilers should comment either way. <laughs> Josh is laughing at rape, by the way, <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're not editing out a drop of that silence. 
<laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> <I didn't make> any- <laughs> you act like I can't see you on Skype going shh. <laughs> Buffoon. <laughs> oh. All right, Pappy covered it. Tricky sly. Um, so Frank dies. Tricky then, sly. Uh, Trick that girl into having a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Against right, her will. We shouldn't comment. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask whose death. Okay, so we have a lot of deaths from here on out, but uh, Crystal's was my favorite. I think hers was the first. Um, when they're at the chopper, and I think they're talking about uh, killing Hal again, because they've like point a gun at Hal every five minutes, and like <laughs> we have no problem killing you, killing you, but they never do. And uh, Crystal's about to board the chopper because she can fly. Actually, no, they're talking. My bad. They're getting mad at Travers because Travers is getting fed up with it. Must be done with the whole thing. And what does John Lithgow say to Crystal when he's behind her and like licks her face? I know. Josh, king of puns. What was it? He's like, do you know what love is all about? Sacrifice. Do you know what real love is, Crystal? No. Sacrifice. He says it like says it like a fucking. He's like sacrifice. <laughs> it's like a snake at the end just blows a hole in her it's like oh John Dude, Li- and he like messes around with her corpse too like she's kind of in the way and he like just like yanks her back yeah. those two were obviously lovers that's weird yeah and he's just like yeah, I don't give a shit she was good now she's gone <laughs> we skipped a death though my favorite okay are we talking about Daris we're talking about Kynette who? Kynette Kinet. Of. Yeah, Darius from Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Yeah. Okay. Darius, man. Okay. Darice cool man. Runnings, man. Yeah, so he... Just to cut it short here, uh, Sylvester Stallone... Um, They're in a goddamn cave. What does he? What does he do? What is it called? Deadlifts him into stalag tights. Overhead presses Tight. him. Yeah. Overhead presses Bane, him. Bane. How does Bane break Batman's back? In a cave. In a cave. <laughs> and he it's, puts it's him over his goddamn another, head. It's another scene. That I it's another about. scene that no one's ripping off. And there's bats in this cave. There's bats yeah. in the cave. <laughs> and like they do Christopher like the scene from Batman Begins like, where he ducks down and all the bats fly around him. Batcave death. In yeah. movies. In movies. <laughs> and it's and cool because like, oh, Daris is, um, he's like a, a kung fu master in the cave, and he's whooping Sylvester Stallone's ass. He even, like, he pistol whips knife. Jesse. Got a huge knife. Kinnett, what's going on? Where's the money? He said he torched it. Where is he now? He dropped down into some cave. Had your chance. Move it out now. Crystal, get the C4. Roger. Just give me five minutes. I said, get the fuck out of there. Good. Blow up that black bastard while you're at it. Also, another Nolan thing. Did you notice when uh, that dude put that huge knife to um, Hal's face? Like here, gonna make your mouth. I'm gonna bigger. make your smile. Yeah, bigger. exactly. Yeah. I don't need to hear that fucking shit from you, boy. Come on. Maybe this boy should make this big mouth a little bigger. It's, it's all connected. Christopher Nolan has seen two movies. <laughs> I have to ask a question, though. Calling your ass out. Was this not the most frustrating part of the movie when Sarah is just Jesse. in the 
when Jesse's just in the background Cowering. with her hands on her head and like Sylvester Stallone's getting the crap beat out of him. And she's this is like classic damsel in distress cliche bull crap that I think a lot of people would hate to see. It doesn't really hold up in 2018. Like she's what a is small she gal though? She she's not even looking at it. She's like I don't know. I mean, she calls him out earlier in the movie about not having the balls to climb again. Ooh. And here she is just also a guy as big as Stallone just getting beat up by a much smaller man. It's like, well, what am I going to do? Well, Leon small? I thought Leon was huge. Well, plus he had the karate moves. He was like karate chopping and high kicking yeah. and all that stuff. But she wasn't even attempting anything. But she wasn't was, trying to find a sharp icicle. I think it was like classic Rocky style, though, <laughs> of like, of like getting your ass razor. whooped for 14 rounds yeah, yeah. and the 15th round, come out of nowhere and beat him. Like, that's Doesn't like the classic Rocky. Sneak attack kick? Doesn't she like, like drop in and kick him at one point? Like, he's like, I'm over here, I'm over here. And then she like sneak kicks him. I'm in here. You're making it too easy for me. Yeah, they think they're going to have, like, a good plan, but then it ends up being a very weak Jessica kick. Jessica. Mm. But. Whatever. I don't care about her name, because she's, like, I I don't agree. I don't agree that she's, like, a very strong female character. No, I don't think she is. Crystal's the the strongest female character. Like, she's scary, though. Yeah, she's the evil one. Yeah. Yeah, she can see her make a cake. She can pilot a plane. Yeah, she's pretty badass. She can pilot a like a helicopter as well. I gotta imagine a helicopter and a plane are far different from each other. You have to think. I mean, they, they do different things. But uh, yeah, he gets spiked in a cave, and it's a phenomenal death because he like dies on the spike. It's not even like, I mean, I think it's like two spikes. <laughs> Still leg tight, <laughs> and then he gets thrown down on the ground with two. Perfectly shaped holes and it was back. <laughs> and then he gets bombed. Like, yeah. what a way to... Even if he like woke C4. up again, it's like a bomb's going off here shortly. Uh, after the bomb... Yandu again yells, There's a bomb! Watch out! <laughs> There's a bomb! Because, <laughs> you know, you can hear from there. Uh, but um, going back to the striker dude, Travers, uh, British dude, and Hal are walking at the edge of a mountainside now. And everyone's pissed off at everybody. There's not many people left. Numbers are dwindling. And uh, British dude wants to kill Hal. And he does my favorite thing ever that villains do. And he monologues. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go over the monologue, Mikey? Are you swearing now? That's a penalty kick. Run Sportman like. I'm having no chip shot. Oh. Oh. It past one defender. Two defenders. Oh. Three defenders. 
he was just what he was just like doing a play-by-play of a soccer game or something the entire time and he finally gets Hal to the edge of the cliff and he's like striker lines up takes two steps to his left pulls back and like goes and kicks Hal in the face or goes to try and kick Hal in the face and Hal well he does kick Hal in the face and Hal is hanging from the edge of the cliff and then he's kind of hanging over him and Hal somehow manages to get his shotgun from over his he shoulder. He also knifes him in the foot. <laughs> Which, why yeah. didn't he pull out the knife sooner? You're waiting for it the whole time, right? That was my wife saying. She's like, stab him. Stab him now. Stab him. She said, why isn't he stabbing him? <laughs> Another rocky thing. He wanted Hal to the be able to The 14th round. Yep, yep. I mean, you just wait. You get your ass kicked for 14 rounds, 15th round. Knife in the foot. Did, shotgun blast. Did they show that he had his knife before he He picked it, out? it he got Frank's knife, I believe. Frank kind of, that was, Frank didn't say anything, but he kind of like. As he wasted away. As he just withered style. away old man style. It's kind of sad. But shotgun blasts him off the cliff. Then um, uh, Travers, who is now a mile away somehow, when that whole sequence took two minutes, uh, he sees a body falling off a cliff. And he thinks it's Freaky Deaky How. <laughs> so confusing to me. And he's like, I told him to keep quiet. quietly. <laughs> I said quietly. He's wearing the same clothes. And then he shoots his gun like multiple times, like two seconds later, but anyway. Okay, sorry, I'm kind of losing my place here. So, uh, British dude dies. It's all left is all that's left is uh, Jesse, Gabe, Travers, and Quaylen. Um the, tra- the the CIA, FBI are now on Travers' tail. They realize that he was a bad guy all the time, especially with <clears throat> Quaylen and him screaming at each other over the phone exactly what had happened. Yeah, and these guys do some great detective work from phenomenal uh, detective work. <laughs> just, <laughs> sitting, <laughs> just sitting in Is the that plane. Travers, one of our own, an inside man. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in the heated private jet, flying and deducting what they can from the uh, intercom. This is an open line. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, goddamn, what's going on down there? It sounds pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, it's pretty hysterical. Um,. I'm kind of losing my spot. How did Travers die? I'm also forgetting this. How did Travers die? Travers. Oh, he finally dies when Rocky falls underneath the ice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Which is a great scene. Another uh, yeah. Batman Begins thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Okay, yeah, that is, isn't it? Batman isn't Begins. He, isn't he stuck underneath the ice at some point? Yep. He's mm-hmm. stuck under the nice and he's like punching it like, let me out. <laughs> 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 yeah, but for some odd reason, uh, so Gabe is like free hanging from a bridge that Travers is walking over, uh, throws him off the bridge. Um, if I remember correctly, they both fall through the ice or one of them's on top? No, yeah, Travers is on top and Stallone's underneath. And you think that Stallone is like on his last leg in desperation. 
But really, he's just lining up the shot, guys. <laughs> that underwater, through the ice, with three the, bullet shot. What is he with shooting? the bolt with his gun? shirt yeah, off. What is he too. shooting? Because these bullets <laughs> these were bolts. So no, they're bolts. They're like... You know how he's climbing and he shot bolts to like tie, so he didn't have to like hammer them in. I didn't catch that either. Yeah, he was shooting spikes or something. That's like he shot him with spikes. Because they did like an extra animation. It was like it was huge. It's like vampire hunting with these things. (laughs) (laughs) I also love in this movie how after he dies and falls through the ice. Those, they cut back to the like the CIA and FBI guys, and they're like, "My God, we need to find Travers." <laughs> then they cut back to him, and it shows him floating under ice with blood, and it's like, "Oh, that's that's just perfect." <laughs> yeah, he's just flowing downstream <laughs> under the ice, <laughs> never to be found yeah. again. Body not caught on anything. But uh, Gabe has the third uh, thing of money. All that's left is him, Jesse, and Quaylen, and Hal, obviously. But um. So they want to, like, meet up and make a deal. And what kind of causes everything is Quaylen kidnaps Jesse when he's like, I picked up some precious cargo on the way. And I paused it at this point, and there were 15 (laughs) minutes left in the movie. And actually, only eight minutes left. But it's like, it's almost like this is the third act. Yeah. After he has Jesse kidnapped. Yeah. It's it's a free-for-all. Like, let's go. Um. So, for some odd reason, John Lithgow lets Jesse, like, away without ever getting the money. He lets her down first, which is not That's his... not a bad guy thing. It's no. typically, like, give me the money, f- money first, then you get your gal. That's typically how all standoffs work. Um, Does that bother you, Pat? What? The standoff at the end? No, not yeah. really. Lithgow gave up the girl before he got the money. The game but theory he, I... behind the standoff? I actually kind of liked it because I like he he's so every move that he makes is so like Machiavell, Machiavelli Machiavellian. There you Am go. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah you're getting it. He's uh he's just so like trying to make the best deal he possibly can. If that's murdering some weird girl he has sexual tension with, or if it means like he has to like concede here, like he's on his last leg and he needs that money to escape the country. So that kind of made sense. You just kind of like let her go. Like I'm kind of tired of this. Just give me the goddamn money. Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't have any other options. Like Rocky was holding all the cards at that point. Because if he drops that money, then he's going to jail forever. Like Rocky can stand there longer than the plane. Then the helicopter can float. Because they do make a reference that the helicopter is like low on fuel. Oh, okay. Plus the plus the popos on their way too. So like he's got to like just make a deal quick. He didn't have any choice. So. And now that Rocky works for the FBI because he doesn't want him to get the money, he takes the bag of money that is left full of snow and money and throws it at the propeller. Because, you know, you just can't let the bad guy win. And somehow that throws the helicopter off the course. This sets off a chain <laughs> reaction. So this crazy. is <laughs> awesome. Mikey, what are the Death chain spiral. reactions? Uh... Well, I mean, <laughs> the helicopter has trouble flying after the money flies into the propeller, and then uh, are they both inside the helicopter at this point? No, so uh, they somehow end up. Gabe inside like the helicopter. <laughs> Gabe wants to like uh, tie down the helicopter, so he straps it down to like that ladder on the side of the mountain. Oh right, right. 
uh, yeah, a metal wire ladder or something that just happens to be on the side of the mountain. Yeah, it just it's also it. connected to yeah, the what? bridge. It's connected to the rope. It's connected to, to the plane. <laughs> it's connected to a lot of stuff along the side of this mountain. And then they keep fighting somehow, and somehow end up in the in the helicopter, still fighting. And then the the helicopter kind of goes sideways and crashes into the side of the mountain while Stallone is like hanging from I was pretty happy to see how rooting for Gabe at this point <laughs> like you know he could have been like die die but no he was just he was very happy to root for our hero and this movie was made after uh, the Twilight Zone movie where like all those people died from the helicopter oh yeah cause Max Lannis' father murdered people yeah, John Landis uh, was murderer. like, yeah, fly this helicopter right by them. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> It'll all work out. Get out of there! Remember, shithead, keep your arms and legs in the vehicle. Hello? I was going to say, well, you're right, though. He somehow like ends up back in the helicopter where he didn't want to be. Why not just let the bad guy go? I mean, <laughs> he's got to run out of fuel. Nothing. He's not dying in the mountain. Just go. But um, Sylvester Stallone gets out of the helicopter before it's going to fall because the bridge is uh, the ladder's giving way. And he gives out another great pun, which I believe was uh, uh, keep your arms and legs inside a helicopter at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and he's taking like a cue from John Lithgow. Yeah, he's like doing the puns now. He's like, I'm in control of the puns now. And he's like, yeah, yeah keep your uh, uh, arms and legs in in the helicopter at all times. Don't stick around. And <laughs> it drops, and the explosion it gives off is like a freaky deaky bomb. Instantaneously, <laughs> as soon as the roof hits the ground, <laughs> it implodes. But their <laughs> editing choice of using that like super there was a quick cut. There was a quick John cut. Lithgow's face, like they're like cracking seats. I don't know. It wasn't even like extreme Oreo. It was just like ah, this is not great. I'm all out of I'm all out of puns. <laughs> but there is a quick cut before it hits the ground, and it's just instant explosion. Oh yeah, it's awesome to watch um that's when gabe reunites with uh hal and super babe jesse and just kind of ends there yourselves over yeah this is hal tucker rocky mountain rescue hey we're glad to see you guys if you're looking for mr quaylen try about four thousand feet south of here he'll be the one wearing a helicopter over good I'll arrange transportation for the three of you if you can sit tight for a while. It ends so abruptly. Like, I was t- talking to Mikey before the podcast. Like, one second they're on the mountain, the next second it's just like roll credits. Like, all right, we'll send help. <laughs> Instantly roll credits. Like there's no like they're climbing. Or... Isn't that how the whole movie started with sending help? This is like not don't good. send help. <laughs> yeah. People right, always die gonna... when you send help. Sarah Just climb died. the zipline to the helicopter. Died. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs>
But, uh, yeah, that is Cliffhanger. Do you guys have any uh, last uh, thoughts on the film? Yeah, I think the huge plot, where the plot breaks down, is for some reason when when he when Sylvester Sloan has Sarah at the end of his, you know, just barely holding on. Other hand. He can't pull her up. Right. But yet, when he has... That was the redemption arc, man. What, what he's just stronger now? Dude, Jesse's a much smaller gal than Sarah. Right? <laughs> so it's about losing weight? That's what this movie's about. Just saying. I think Sarah was a solid four inches taller than sweet Jesse. And I think Jesse was a little lighter. Like, that's that's a lot of pounds to be thrown in the air. Man, that's impressive. I don't think so. I'm, I'm just saying, Jesse's a small, cool, hot gal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anybody else have any, uh, any uh, lasting thoughts for yes or no's? Alrighty, Pappy, <laughs> yes or no, the man who lives in Denver. Yes. Hard yes. Uh, it's schlocky and silly, and it could be 20 to 45 minutes shorter, but uh, it's a hard yes because I laughed my ass off the whole time. So, and uh, I would like to mention that this uh, movie had three Academy Award nominations too. I mean, all for like technical stuff, but seriously, it does hold up pretty well, except for like the Hans Gruber, like, overhead falling shots those are the only ones that are like that's so stupid i'm laughing at it but nah. <laughs> yes for moi that's awesome one yes george i'll give it a yes uh i was a little disappointed there wasn't a cliffhanger at the end of this movie because like, my wife was too it seems like it could have i don't know just like a quick funny pun at the end but ultimately well, like lithgow <laughs> Crawling or out of the like, burning. He's actually still hanging on to the end. They're on top of the mountain. <laughs> aliens just land out of nowhere. Like, where do we go from here? Sarah's alive at the bottom of the cavern <laughs> in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Her eyes open up. <laughs> this movie pulls out all the stops to entertain you. And it's a very entertaining movie. Um, and I, I was kind of joking about the helicopter shots earlier. But I think if any movie wants to make use of helicopter shots, it should be a movie that's about... Um, all this space and time and how high up they really are while they're cliffhanging. The mountains. And as, as funny as the movie is, it maybe two or three times the tension does get high enough, like the beginning scene in the movie where like you really start to feel that sense of heights and uh, fright. Money. Uh, I loved watching Batman Begins Again for the <laughs> time. Uh, no, I... This movie does have like a lot of the same beats as Batman Begins, but it did it before, and all those beats still hold up. And Dark Knight Rises. And Dark Knight Rises, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I think this movie has like one of the best like cold openings to any movie I think I've ever seen. Like it's pretty memorable. I've seen this movie before. It's, it's like, like a short film in itself. Right? Yeah, I've seen this. It's movie like an epilogue before. before the movie kicks. It reminded off. me of like Jaws, like when the girl's getting eaten by the shark at the very beginning. Like it's just like a super scary yeah. jolt. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in probably like since Batman Begins because I would have remembered all of the same beats as the avalanche falling and stuff like that. But I, <laughs> I think it's a good movie. I enjoyed it all the way and I don't think it like looks terrible like other movies that have aged since then but it's pretty cool I think uh, all the helicopter shots look really great and 
I think it's Stallone's like best movie, honestly. It's entertaining throughout, and I don't really think Rocky is entertaining throughout the entire way. So I liked it a lot. Before Stevie goes... I was going to hit on some things. You want to go ahead? Yeah. So this movie's based on a true story, believe it or not. Um, Premised by John Long. Josh Long's relative. Seriously, you might be somehow. I don't know. But that's somewhere in the Long family tree. A fourth Um, Long on the pod. (laughs) I wish Brother Long was... Brother Jordan was here. During the Yosemite rush of... uh, of cliffhangers, if you will, rock wall climbers. Uh, this plane in 1977 in Yosemite National Park, uh, coming from Colombia, carrying hundreds of pounds of marijuana. I can imagine there's at least a thousand pounds in that plane. Crashed into a, a, a small pond or a lake, if you will, in Yosemite. Nice. And rock climbers caught word because one of the rock climbers' girlfriends worked at like uh, the rec- rescue station. And she was like, hey, this plane just went down around here. And all the rock climbers went, and which was beneath the, the plane is beneath the ice and got all the weed out and sold it for tons of cash, which was covered in jet fuel and gasoline and uh, human remains. Only two people were on the plane, so I don't know. But um, yeah, they those rock climbers in the 70s made a fortune. So that's where the true story is based on. Um, it's got a little bit of D.B. Cooper uh, plane heist 2 thing going on. I mean, that's the only plane heist I've ever really heard of before. Yeah. You know D.B. Cooper? This was after Ted that. Cruz. That's Alex Cooper's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and Alice Cooper's nephew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But in this world, they said there was never a plane heist that was pulled off successfully. So D.B. Cooper does not exist in this universe. I bet you this is the same universe as the Grey and Aliens, right? <laughs> 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 a Waymouth or a Wayman or whatever. Okay, other thing. Um, those wolves that were supposed to be trying to eating, like they were supposed to be eating the... Uh, the surfer dude that was hanging by the tree, those were just huskies. You could tell by their tails. I don't know if those were <laughs> supposed to be huskies, but why the fuck are there just five huskies out on the side of a mountain? But they're huskies insulate uh, with insulin injected, so. S- super dogs. You are correct. <laughs> you have to have listened to the whole pod to get that joke. Um, anything else you want to touch on before I get my yes or no? Okay, that is it. Uh, this is a hard yes for me. Uh, this movie is enjoyable. Uh, this movie's about just about as enjoyable as about any movie we've done. It's just a fun movie to watch. Uh, good action movie, especially for a Stallone movie. Outside of Rocky, his movies are not the best. <laughs> I mean, even including Rambo in there. But um, definite yes for me. Okay, y'all ready? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go last? Who's the most recent? I haven't... Uh, I won from Pappy. He's most recent. I've been. It's been a while for me. Face Are you off. Pan's Labyrinth, Josh? Yes. Okay. Before so the crash. So, George, you want to go first or last? I don't know what the game <laughs> is. You can go over. It's closest to... Last! <laughs> I will Pappy the shit out of it, too. I will cheat if I can. Okay. The only, the only stipend I'll give is you keep, 
You get, minimum have to go a thousand over, a thousand under. A thousand? It's a thousand. Okay, a thousand. Thousand. <laughs> a thousand. Trivia question is, young lads. You'll go last. Last. You'll go first. Mikey goes second. Okay. One hundred million dollars. How much does one hundred million dollars weigh in one dollar bills? It's at least over a thousand pounds, guys. <laughs> There's a reason they carried thousand dollar bills. I just realized. All right. How so much does it weigh? Closest to can go over. Um, in American bills, just so we're clear on that. Pappy. Let me think for a second. I was stunned. What kind um, of math is he doing? His eyes are buried in like the back of his head. He's doing... <laughs> Hard math. I'm gonna he would, say he would have to know how much a dollar bill weighs to do any million pounds. <laughs> complete guess. How much? Twenty million pounds. Alrighty. Twenty million pounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm last. Money. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say fifty thousand pounds. Fifty thousand. Pounds, Michael Toller. Okay. Of one dollar bills. One dollar bills that make up one hundred million. Before I answer this, you won't sound stupid. Is I promise. Pappy's answer as outlandish as a no. You can't. Don't tell him. Yours don't will tell forever him. be the dumbest <laughs> trivia question, <laughs> trivia reply we've ever had. I'm gonna guess uh, forty-five thousand pounds. So I'm taking the under, basically, but trying to play within your rules. <laughs> and your retail price? $1 bills in the amount of $100 million. £220,462. Your yes! new winner, Michael Toller. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you're the furthest away by far. Cap, you were moons away. <laughs> I think that was worse than 1,100 pounds. No wolf will ever weigh as much as a grizzly. Anyway, um, before we, Mikey thinks over what movie he's going to pick, uh, let's send it off to Spoiler Man. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod our instagram is podcast spoilers it's lit josh hensley from the rutabaga wrote our theme our number is 903-776-4507 and if you enjoyed what you heard today subscribe on soundcloud or itunes please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers clicking on the cereal bowl select the reviews tab and leave us some stars and some words uh mikey do you have a movie you have selected I think I've got a movie. I was going to choose another survival movie because I know. <laughs> I'm, I love it. No, but I'm not going to choose that. Uh, what movie was it? Just, just so I can steal it later. The Edge. With oh, I love that movie. <laughs> with Anthony Hopkins and the bear. So we can talk about Josh. I thought wolves were his biggest bears. Cursed with wolves. <laughs> but go uh, ahead. Uh, we were talking about this movie for like two minutes in the thread earlier, but I think I want to do Willow. 
Yeah. <laughs> the precursor to all of the Mad Monikin. <laughs> <laughs> Super so, pumped. What year gonna come out? Uh, is this what know. Boss Baby is based on? No, this is what Lord of the Rings is based on. This is where uh, George R. R. Martin got all of his. Seriously. <laughs> Like wizards mm-hmm. and dungeons. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait then. That's gonna be pumped. Is it better than Legend? Please. Wait, you guys have never uh, seen it for real? It's so awesome. I've never seen it. I'm pretty Val sure Kilmer, baby. Pappy <laughs> is on Skype pumping fists, flexing his muscles. Alright, we're gonna do Willow then. Uh, tune in next time. Thanks for listening. And uh, this was Spoilers. spoil them in break i think mikey can think and i can talk to pappy about kind of like a question we had with each other Mm -hmm. up in the kitchen before we started the podcast can we bring that up kind of a confusion okay yeah Yeah. can we start again just throw it in yeah this could go at the end of the episode right now this is all at the end of the episode um it's a vasectomy pap I was stunned when I heard this. I had no idea this. Me and Pepper talk, me and Josh talking about houses, selling houses, renting houses. Um, <laughs> and then we came to this. Uh, did you know when you have a vasectomy, like liquid still comes out? I always thought you just shot blanks. Like I, th- I thought your boy just was like dusty. I did too. I thought it, like saw, like a puff of air, like an empty. That's what gun. I thought. No, <laughs> Josh is like it's, it still comes out. Okay, so you thought it, your dick literally coughed. I thought <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit of dust <laughs> comes out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I made the. It's point, like he's screaming, "Psych!" You need psych. oil. You need some liquid oil in there to kind of keep things running. Though. Midnight oil. Keep just... it. Keep it burning. Is it still the same color? Oh, that's a good question. What other colors are possible? They cauterize. I'd like to think all they, of them. They cauterize <laughs> like the part of your balls where they make sperm, so that part doesn't get mixed in with the rest of whatever sperm is ejaculate is. So you're still shooting all that extra stuff. You're just not shooting out sperm too. So this came up because I have three daughters now, and that's it for us. I was gonna ask SD Josh if he was gonna like, get a vasectomy. And that, then for some reason, why did it come up that... I asked you, I was like, so are you going to be kind of bummed when like you go to the show and there's like... It doesn't look the same. There's like no bang at the end. It's just kind of like a... <laughs> kind of like your boys just screaming psych back at you. But to be fair, I had to ask my wife and I's nurse friend once. Teresa put me up to it. She's like, I, I don't know. Ask her. And I was like, uh, I just a th- weird question. I thought your boys were done. I did not know they ran out. Like, I didn't know that they kept like... I yeah. thought like it was an abandoned mall. I didn't know they still like man their stations. So like you know when uh, a ship is pulling up all the fish it caught out of the ocean. I thought it was zeros. Now it's just the nets. <laughs> no fish, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Empty nets. You're like Forrest Gump when he first started to shrimp boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sperm right. makeup only two back. to five percent of ejaculate, so you will not notice any difference in the volume of your ejaculate. Wait, Sorry, what? Had we, had we moved on? Wait, what are you talking about? That's completely out of context. 
Sperm make up only two to five percent of the ejaculate, so you will not notice any difference after a vasectomy in the volume of your ejaculate. Ooh, that's even better. Oh man, my uh, daughter's peeking on the stairs over there. Good night to us. No, you guys should check it. She's hey, Ellie. Ellie's on the pod. Right after the sperm talks. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope she never listens to this in like 10 or 15 years. Make it 20. That was spoilers.